Blog Talk Radio. to rock your microphones once again. Good evening, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the show tonight. This is LL Sports 2 with TJ, and I am your host, TJ. A little technical difficulties for you there to start off the show tonight, but you know what? Guess what? The show does go on, and we will keep on moving. Keep on moving. I don't even have a voice to talk. I don't even know why I'm trying to sing. All right, now. 
But let's just go through the housekeeping. Um, if you're not following the show, go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash Sports 2 Make sure to click on the follow link. Most importantly, make sure to activate your email. Otherwise, your name and number will not be counted. Also, you can find us in iTunes. Just go to LL Sports 2 with TJ and click subscribe. This show is for everyone, but we do cater to the novice female sports fans because we are always in the business of trying to educate the ladies on the fundamentals of baseball, basketball, and football. All right. And so tonight on July 6th, we will go ahead. I'm not even going to go to the rundown. We're just going to talk about what we're going to talk about. And I'm going to bring in the lovely ladies of this show. It is Tuesday Press number one. I'm sorry, ladies, I didn't give y'all. We're not going to a break. We're not doing anything. We're just going to jump right cha, cha, cha to it. Oh, we. You already know. Jukebox Judy, full, full effect. All right, let's see if I can get the ladies to press number one for me. And then we will go ahead and start the show. Let's see, I have one of two. What's up, everybody, on Facebook? Yes, we're live on Facebook already. Um, Let's see if I can bring the ladies in. Uh, Because they both didn't hit one. Let's see if they're there. We're going to do a roll call. Janelle, are you with me? Yes, ma'am. I'm in the house. Hey, Lou, what say you? Hey, Lou's here, poo-poo. <laughs> Good evening, ladies. Yes, so we'll have to do the uh, phone situation once again. I was trying to avoid that. But it uh, looks like we can't avoid it this week. So hopefully next week we'll be uh, in full effect. Okay, but tonight, um, again, when when you ladies are speaking, I'll have you on speaker, but then I'll have to remember to take myself off a of speaker so that you ladies can hear me. All right. My Auntie Kim in the house. Kenny Cage, what's going on? My big brother from another mother. Tony Maddox in the house, and as you always know, Denise Green holding down that time timeline for your girl. All right. So it's the triple threat in the house. Aunt Lou, Janelle, TJ, ladies, y'all doing wonderful this Wednesday evening? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Can y'all hear me? Yes, ma'am. Yes, we can, in the words of uh, the Obama presidency. Okay. All right, so let's go ahead. We are going to get into it. It's some basketball news. Um, Let's just talk about it. I don't even know what is going on. We didn't know what was going on with Kyrie at first. Is he coming? Is he staying? Is he going? Does he want to be a Nets, a Laker, a a Bucks, a a Poonie Fufu? We don't know what he wanted, but he decided to stay. But Kyrie says he is staying, and KD says what? He wants out. I, 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 I don't even, I don't even know. What to say, but this is what I'm going to say. I'm going to tell you the facts as we know them right now. So the franchise star, Kevin Durant, they're saying that he has requested a trade from the Brooklyn Nets. This was on last Thursday, and this was according to his business manager, Rich Kleiman. Okay, this was first reported by ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski. Now, the Nets general manager, Sean Marks, uh, says that they are in the works with Durant to try to find a trade. Now, you know this trade will go down as probably the highest price trade in history if they are able to pull it off. But the more time goes by, um, it does get me to thinking, is this some type of ploy that maybe KD could be in the works um, trying to help out 
still try to help out his brother in crime or on the court, Kyrie Irving. So they're saying that the two teams that KD is interested in in going to, not that it's a must, not that he won't go if it's not these two teams, but the two teams that he is high, that is high on his board, the Phoenix Suns or the Miami Heat. Now, ladies, we're just going to talk about this. I'm not really going into to details about um, contract and, and cost. And, you know, it's going to take some first-round picks. We do know that. I think what I heard the latest was four first-round picks is what he's going for probably and throw some uh, players, you know, in the mix as well. But first of all, do you really think that KD wants to leave, that he does want this trade, or could it possibly be, and I heard this on one of the talk shows, um, it wasn't today, but I think it was on um, either Friday or, or Saturday, could this be a ploy to try to get the Nets in um, making them give Kyrie a long-term deal? I say that because KD still has four years on his contract with the Nets. We know that Kyrie is on basically like a year-to-year um, basis with the Nets because he only, he only opted in for one year this year. So could this be a ploy for KD in, in helping his friend to get that max deal with the Nets or do you truly believe that KD wants out, even though Kyrie has opted in for this year? Um, Aunt Lou will have you kick that off. Kick that question off. Criminals, criminals, criminals. I don't even know. I don't know, but it could be a ploy. It could be. But because uh, they can't come clean with it because then it's like he's, bar- he's trying to barter and fight for his friends more money. It could be, and then he could want to go. But if you go to Phoenix, you say Phoenix and the Heat. Oh my goodness! Yep. Sugar, 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 sugar. Oh my goodness! So that means they're gonna have to get rid of a lot of people in whichever way he goes. So yeah, I really we, don't know. We're not gonna talk about the teams just yet. That, that's my that's my part B question. So we're we'll talking okay, about the teams. Right. Well, I don't know. I, I really don't know, but it could be. That's all I can say. Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight. We are live on Facebook. My auntie Karen in the house representing that shy town. Stagger Lee, what's going on with you? So good to see you back in the mix. Um, hope you are healing and feeling well. Kevin, what's going on with you? I see you in the house. Keisha, what's up, girl? I told you I was representing them earrings again tonight. I can't see them though because my hair is in the way. But there we go. Um, 49ers, you already know. Rocking my new Spartans. Of the Niner Empire Medallion. All right, shout out to everybody tuning in on Facebook Live. Janelle, is it a ploy, or do you believe KD really wants to go? Um, to be honest with you, I can't imagine that he would um, do something like that to to help out a teammate. I think that he probably actually wants to go. I, I just I can't imagine to to put yourself in that type of situation um, in order for you to be able to help your teammate to get a a, a, a contract signed. That just that that to me just doesn't it doesn't make much sense. But either way, I think it's stupid. I think he needs to sit his tail down somewhere. Say it, girl. Say it. Well, I don't. I have a 1B1C question. So 
how do you feel that KD, you know, after everything that we just went through to see what Kyrie is going to do, how do you feel about KD wanting to leave once again, go to another team and, and, and possibly, you know, uh, acquire that what third championship ring that we know he's, he's looking for. But, you know, what are your thoughts on, K, on KD wanting to leave? Uh, Janelle, go ahead and pick that up since you started it off. I think it's ludicrous. I think that um, it, it makes absolutely no sense. You you are doing all this team hopping. You need to be concerned at this point with your number one with your legacy and number two with um, doing what you set out to do, which was play with KD, uh, K, uh, Kyrie and get a ring. What is it? Kyrie said he stands. So y'all y'all need to stop all this foolishness and and do what we came to do, which was play some basketball. This is it's ludicrous. Janelle says that it's ludicrous. Ain't Lou? What 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 are your thoughts? I'm with Janelle on it. They're jumping around. We got boys. Boys, look, 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 are we boys or men or what are we? Because we're acting like babies right now. If you don't play right, I'm going to put my finger in my mouth, suck my thumb. If you don't play right, then I'm going to leave you. Well, I'm going to leave you. How old are we now? You know, it's, it's, I mean, the team hopping is making him look bad if he would him want to go out like that. Unless there's some bad blood between him and Kyrie, I don't even know. Can you see? But all I know is we're dealing with babies. <laughs> You are hilarious. So you, I like that. You said, I don't want to play with you. No, I don't want to play with you. <laughs> ah, goodness. Let me tell you, ladies. Um, shout out to Sandy. I see you in the house. Thank you so much for tuning into the show tonight. Uh, Stagger, Stagger, you, you might not have been feeling well for a little bit, but I see you are back in rare form. Stagger says, KD is having dating problems in Brooklyn. He can't make it. And then he says, uh, "Ludicrous is, is a rapper." Well, "Ludicrous" is a lot of things, but the word "ludicrous" was in the dictionary way before he was a rapper. Okay, and, and I understand that what Janelle is saying because it, it, it's getting to the point where it, it, it is uh, getting to be absolutely ridiculous. Um, Kevin says, oh, "Hold on, let me see if I can get this. All of this. Uh, come on, see more. Okay, KD is looking real soft. Play your contract out. One thing about LeBron, he always plays out his contract, and then if he wants to leave, he leaves." That's good business. Very good point there, uh, Kevin. Uh, ladies, before I jump in, do y'all want to comment on um, Kevin's comment? He is absolutely 100% correct in that. Um, you have never seen uh, uh, LeBron James leave, a, leave a, a team unless his contract is up. That He is absolutely 100% correct on that, and I agree with him. KD is being soft right now. And I agree with them because, like I say, you don't find something and then you decide to break it because you don't want to play because you you suck in your bottle or your thumb. <laughs> What's up, New Jack? Thank you so much for tuning in to the show tonight. Okay, ladies, you know me. You know I love to play devil's advocate. Now, let's just say, okay, we've already talked about how we don't understand why Kevin was not more vocal during the season when Kyrie refused to get the vaccination. We, under, we all understand why. We know it's everyone's body. You have the choice to do what you want to do with your body. However, this is a team sport. You did not come to Brooklyn by yourself. You, and you sent out the Batman signal and KD answered because, let's be real, Brooklyn would not want it, uh, 
they would have taken KD without Kyrie, but it would not have been the other way around. So KD came to Brooklyn to be with Kyrie. We all established that. After season after the season that they've had, the embarrassment that they had by going out in the first round because of no other doing but Kyrie. There was no chemistry, point blank, period. That was on Kyrie. Whether his decision was right or wrong, at the, in the, the bottom line, the Brooklyn Nets got bounced. Not only did they get bounced, they got swept. They were the only team in the entire playoffs. We're talking four rounds of, of NBA playoffs, y'all, where the Brooklyn Nets were the only team that got swept with as much talent as they had. So Kevin said nothing during the season, said nothing during the playoffs, said nothing at the end of the season when they were bounced at the press conference. Could this be Kevin's way of speaking, saying, Kyrie, I'm tired of you. I don't want to play with you anymore. I don't have that many years yet left in my, you know, in my prime, and I'm not about to go through this time for – I don't know what to expect next season. Yeah, you say you've opted in. You say you're going to play whatever he's told the team, but I don't trust you. Therefore, I'm going to take my career back into my hands, and I'm going to go play. I'm going to take my ball, my thumb, my pacifier, everything, and I'm going to take it to where I know I can win. Ladies, to that you say what? Ain't Lou, you first. That's a good that's a good point, TJ. It really is. And it could be that, but you know, even with that you're still acting like a baby. Because when you sign a contract you're supposed to finish it out. And even if he said that, because when you asked me the first time, the very first question, I thought maybe he was he could have been teed old and peeled with uh with uh Kyrie because of the way he didn't play and he didn't support him, you know. And then there was humiliation. He did suffer a little humiliation because they got sweet. However, you still got to be a man and you got to man up. Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports Two. Y'all hit us up on the timeline. What do you think? I mean, could it be that KD is just finally fed up? He doesn't speak with his words. He speaks with his actions. Maybe I don't know. Janelle, what do you say to that? I feel like if he actually had something to say, he should have said something while things were going on to just wait now until now to do this. It it does nothing for his career. It does nothing for his reputation. It, it does nothing for his legacy. It, he needs to, it, it, whatever the situation, he needs to just, he needs to stick it out. Let's just be honest. He needs to stick it out. Um, no, uh, we all know Kyrie didn't handle things the way that, that we feel he should have, but things worked out the way they worked out. Now it's the time for you to prove that um, regardless to what the situation that you're in, you actually have the ability to be the star player that we know you are. Um, you guys now have a full season. He's opted in, so you guys have a full season together to be able to build the uh, chemistry that you need to be able to um, win games. So let's get to it. I, I just, I, I, I'm not, I'm not following. Well, that's a lot of trust to put into a man that has not played a full NBA season in 
what four four seasons. I mean, you, you took the risk. But to Tina, go, it to wasn't. He place. took the right. If that's the case, it, he, that you 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 hit the nail on the head. He took the risk to go there in the first place, and he hadn't played a full season. So if you're willing to take that risk, then then what's the problem now? Not only that, they still got other people on the team that that contribute towards them winning. Well, obviously not, Aunt Lou, because since the two of them didn't do nothing, the, the Nets got swept. So <laughs> the other ten, the other pieces of the puzzle really, they didn't contribute too much. Then you got Ben Simmons. We we don't know when he's going to play again or, or if it, it mentally, physically, what he's going to do. Um. I don't know. I just that's a tough one. I, I agree with you, Janelle. He knew who he was dealing with or what he was dealing with before he came there. I do agree with with that. But I think last season spoke volumes, and um, I just don't know if I'd be willing to to risk that. But one thing I do know: if we get into next season, and right, and Kyrie pulls the okie doke again, if KD decided to put hands on the ball, I, I wouldn't be mad. I don't, you know, no, I don't condone violence, but I'm just saying that that's a lot. That's a lot. But I agree. I do agree that all this moving around, you know, it does it does not look good for KD. Um, and then, uh, then we haven't even gotten to the teams. Of, I mean, what what do y'all think about the two teams that he's trying to go to? Phoenix Suns, um, Miami Heat, already kind of you know made teams. Just kind of like add water, add KD, and win. Um, do you think it's uh, well? And, but but I'm I guess a part of me I'm happy to see that he's not afraid to go back to the West, you know, and and go up against you know the Warriors. You know, it's not like he's just trying to stay in the East and not have that competition. But do you have any problems with the two teams that he is, you know, that they say that he's interested in going to, whether it be the Suns or the Heat? Uh, Janelle, we'll have you kick that off first. Um, in a sense, I do. In a sense, I do because it's like you said, um, at water, at KD. They, they, those teams are already built. Um, those teams have already proved that they have the ability to to get to the playoffs without him. Yeah, they're you know they may be missing missing pieces here and there to finally get them over the hump. But why would you why would you put yourself in a situation where you just left the situation where they talked about you for the exact same thing. So you leave um you leave OKC to go to Golden State, um you get your rings and now you go to the Nets. You go to the Nets if they're supposed to be building this team around you. You got to put the pieces in place, but now you're talking about you want to leave and go to go go put yourself in the same situation like you did with the Warriors because the 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 uh the heat is are, are fine. They they need they they might need a piece here and there to get them over the hump, but that that team is built. They they've already made it. They've already showed that they can make it to make it to the playoffs. He needs to stay where he's at and prove that with the pieces that they put around him on that next team that they um that they have the ability to do what needs to be done to get to the finals. I just I disagree with it. I I, I disagree with. I, I think if you're going to make that kind of move, you need to make a move where you can go someplace 
and literally show that you are the talent that everybody thinks that you are. I just don't like the fact that he keeps just showing up in places where they really don't need you to get to get where they're trying to go. You feel like he's kind of still taking the easy way out because there's no yeah. there's no building that yeah. Yes, right. ma'am, I do. Uh, hey, Lou, one, one second here. I want to uh, talk about some, some comments here from, from Facebook. What's up, Dad? I see you in the house. Stagger says, Ben Simmons haven't played since the Hawks went to the finals. You need to stop. Stop it, Stagger. Uh, let's see. Kevin says, Kyrie showed you who he was in Cleveland and Boston, in the words of Maya Angelou. When someone shows you who they are, believe them. And Stagger says he wants to see KD in Memphis. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how he would fit in Memphis. I think I hate to say it, but I think KD is a little bit too old to be in Memphis. Um, but hey, Luke, what are your thoughts on uh, the two teams that he's? They say that he's interested in the Suns or the Heat. Hey, Luke, are you on mute? Oh, can you hear me now? The Suns haven't won an NBA championship, correct? Lately. That's correct. Lately, no, they have not. Yeah, and the Heats did, though, what, two or three years ago or something like that? The Heats did. Well, you know. He he haven't won since LeBron left. They were in the finals, but that was in the bubble. Okay, LeBron left what year? How many years ago? I have to say, what, about five or six years now? Okay, so it's been a while. So both of them need a, need a championship, more so probably the Suns. You know, the Suns, you think they're going to do it every time, and they never do. Um, well, not the Suns. I'm thinking uh, Houston, what is it, uh, with my boy, C-P-K-O-P-O-S-O-T. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. I'm going to you, CP3 is the Suns. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, okay, all right. Yeah, okay, I just want to make sure. All right, so, yeah, they need to break some kind of curse or whatever because they haven't won it in a minute. But um, I just think that's that's his M.O. That's what he does. You know, he runs. He's a chicken! Quack, 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 quack! He's a chicken! And he's running. And so he just goes where he can win because, like I said, he he's, he worked hard this year to try to do something, but the boy, he didn't have his have Kyrie there with him. So I guess he figured he's not going to go through this again. But uh, I don't know. I'd rather see him go to the Suns because then maybe they can win it. Because the Heat, I think the yeah, either one. I like the Heat, too, though. But I tell you, they won't get past the West. They won't, I mean, they won't get past uh, the Warriors. I don't think so. Or maybe not the Grizzlies, either. <laughs> okay, well, hey, Lou, I, I thought we had addressed this last week, but I'm going to need for you to get the, the, the chicken and the duck sounds together. Okay, the duck, the quack quack is the duck, and you keep calling him a chicken. <laughs> okay, I'll try to can you give me a chicken sound? Cluck, lucky, clucky, lucky, or lucky? I don't even know. Ava <laughs> Stagger said, when was the last time a chicken went quack? <laughs> the last time A. Lou said he was a chicken, okay? I love it. love it. Yeah, it's, uh, KD is... I don't. I just don't know if this is for entertainment because we really don't have that much to talk about it in sports. I really don't know, but KD is going to have to get it together. It, if he really does want to leave, it, it is not a good look for him. Um, I totally agree with Kevin's assessment. You know, regardless what you want to say, LeBron, LeBron about anybody who has wanted to 
to leave and, and go to another team. They've always um, played out their contract. So with four years left, um, suck it up. I mean, we saw who uh, Shaq and Kobe do it until, you know, they got rid of, rid of Shaq, but Shaq left because of the money. Um, or, you know, if KD can, can find a way maybe to get Kyrie out, if he doesn't want I can understand him not wanting to play with Kyrie. I really do, if that's what it is. But uh, like we've all said, you should have known what you were dealing with when you accepted, you know, the, the opportunity to come to Brooklyn. This really shouldn't be anything new. But, again, the proof is in the pudding. When you actually see it, and I was embarrassed, and I don't even root for Brooklyn. So as a player on that team, you, that had to be embarrassing. At the end of the day, not only do you get booted out, but you get swept. I, that, that's a hard thing to swallow, y'all. Um, so I don't know, but we'll see. Well, a couple more, a couple more months. But um, so, bottom line, though, you you ladies honestly feel that KD wants out. This isn't like a ploy to help him get a get a uh, extension for for Kyrie or anything like that. You feel like KD has requested a trade because just because he requested that that does not mean that the Nets have to honor it. Now that could build up a whole another slew of animosity coming into next season. Um, but but the bottom line, you ladies feel like KD does want uh, this trade to be honored, correct? Yes, ma'am. Yes, yes. Right. Yes, so we are all in agreement with that. We'll just have to see. Um, but <laughs> it, it won't be a good look either way, whether he goes to the sun or to the heat. Um, you know, you mentioned the, the, how he went to the Warriors. You know, I don't think I don't think he can get worse than that um, unless he said he wanted to unless he said that the Warriors was one of the teams that he wanted to go back to now. Uh, but to go to a 73 win team that beat you, you know, the year before, I, I don't think it can get worse than that. Um, but the, again, these are two ready-made teams, and um, it would just be you know add add um, KD and win. So we'll see. We shall definitely see. All right, so let's talk about some of these max contracts and people that are staying, people that are going um, in the free agency. Uh, talk about some NBA news here. So for the Nuggets, they gave uh, center, uh, the Joker, Jokic, they gave him a super max extension. He agreed to a five-year, $270 million deal. That is the largest in NBA history. Um, ladies, inbounds or out of bounds? I know he's the Joker. He's two-time, um, you know, MVP, but Joker, five-year, $270 million. Inbounds or out of bounds? Janelle, we'll have you go first. Inbounds. He's going to prove he's worth it. Ain't Lou? That's a lot of money, $270 million. He better prove it and prove it for me and you and Janelle, too. But do you, like I said, two-time MVP, believe he's worth it? Not really. Oh. I, I'm I'm with Janelle. If if he um, if anybody does earn it, if anybody has earned it, I do believe it's the Joker. Two-time MVP, I mean, in a row. Of course, yes, we said that um, Embiid, you know, he could have easily, you know, taken it this year. But uh, the Joker, he is a force to be reckoned with. But that's a lot of money. Woo! But it's over five years, too, so, um, you know, he'll he'll have to be um, 
a Denver Nugget for the next five years, but it is the largest uh, contract in NBA history. All right, so we were just talking about this, the Phoenix Suns. Uh, the Suns gave guard Devin Booker, signed him to the Supermax extension, four years, $224 million. You know, he's a three-time All-Star. He had a career high of 26.8 points per game, five rebounds per game last season. In balance or out of balance that the Suns gave him the Supermax uh, deal. Ain't Lou, we'll have you start that one. You want me to start off? Say that again because my, my other phone was ringing. You said, you said what? Does, does Devin Booker deserve the uh, Supermax that he signed? Four years, $224 million. Well, that's a lot of money. Boy, they got, they're just giving out millions like it's nothing. Oh, Lord. I just think that's too much money. I really do. And he's, he's probably worth, worth it, but 224 in four years, CJ, my goodness. It's over 60 times, 60 times, about 70 million a year. Good gracious. Well, if 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 if, if they gonna offer him, him, I I I let her, I say take it, boy, and I hope that he he doesn't get injured and he do his best. In the words of Staggerly, he says, "You are worth what they pay you." All right, now, Janelle, inbounds, out of bounds for Devin Booker. Inbounds, he's um a key part of that offense. I I think he's um I think he's shown that he he's earned that money. If nothing else, in these last playoffs when he was injured, um, I think he showed that uh, how much he does mean to that team. I'm with you. He is the key part, um, the integral part that makes that team go. CP3 probably only has, what, a year or two maybe at most. Um, so I think they are going to be building around uh, Devin Booker for years to come. So, yeah, the $224 million, he's he's definitely earned it. Let's just hope he can stay healthy because I'm worried about that. Booker. He has gone down in, la- in the last two um, two seasons due to injury, so he hasn't been able to play kind of like a CP3. But um, I definitely believe he's he's earned uh, the super max. All right, so now we have the Timberwolves. Uh, their center, Carl Anthony Towns, he agreed to the super max extension four years, two hundred and twenty-four million. We know he's the former number one overall pick. Uh, he averaged twenty-four point six points per game and nine point eight rebounds per game last season. Um, now with the Timberwolves, they also received center Rudy Gobert. So we might have another Twin Towers like we had in Houston with the yes, Houston Rockets yes. a long time ago. So now we might have the yes, twi- well, yes. we will have the Twin Towers now in um, in Minnesota. I believe Minnesota they are trying to come for the Memphis Grizzlies. I think they are building their team and they are stacking it in to, to to be competitive with um, with the Memphis Grizzlies. But inbounds, out of bounds for Carl uh, Anthony's contract, uh, Janelle. Definitely inbounds. He he deserves that money. That that boy is that he was that team. And now that Rudy is there with him, we getting ready to see something from them. We are definitely getting ready to see some seriousness from them. And I agree with you one hundred percent. I think they're coming for the Grizzlies. I think they're trying to prove a point. I think they're trying to establish themselves as one of the teams to be. Definitely. Um, and Lou, what do you think about Carl Anthony receiving the Supermax? I think he's worth it. Uh, Kevin poses the question. He says, am I, on, am I the only one that thinks Cat, meaning Carl Anthony Towns, is too soft? Mm, good question, Kevin. Uh, Janelle, what do you think about that? Is Cat is too soft? Um, for his 
<clears throat> for his size and position, kind of, yeah. Um, the thing about him is, though, he actually is not just um, – he's, he, he's a different kind of center. He plays uh, – he not only plays the paint, but he plays the, 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 uh, the outside, too. And you never, you've never seen a, a, a person in his position do that. Um, he's excellent on the three-point line, but he's also fierce in the paint, too. So it's, it's for, for him to be the type of player that he's trying to be, yeah, he is kind of soft. He is. You expect somebody, um, you expect somebody like him to be, um, I don't want to call it gangster, but you know, when you, when you play that, when you play that position, it, it's supposed to be, ain't, ain't nobody getting past you. And he doesn't really do that. He literally will, he'll play the inside, he'll play the outside. He doesn't care. And you can't really expect that from somebody who plays his position. Okay. Um, hey, Lou, your thoughts? Do you think Carl Anthony Town um, is, is too soft? If he can, if he is too soft, uh, you know, he can get rough. But I, but I think he'll be okay. Yeah. Just because just you're soft don't mean that you can't get it done. You know, Kevin, I, I totally agree with you. The thing about Carl Anthony Towns, um, he needs to be more consistent. And Janelle, I think you were you were kind of alluding to this too. Um, you know, the fact that he can play perimeter and can play in the paint, but so can Joel Embiid. But you would never you would never even associate being soft with Joel Embiid because when he's in the paint, he dominates the paint, and he's not. It's it's um. Because I think Joel Embiid, he can he can get kind of he can fall in love with that three point line in games too too many times for me. Um, most of the big men do, but when he's in the like I said with Joel Embiid, when he is in the paint, it's it's there's no question. With Carl Anthony Towns, he plays as his um, emotions take him, and his emotions can take him out of a game too quickly for me. Or if he doesn't start the game with a certain mindset or a certain presence then he's out of the game the, the whole way through to me. It's just something that I observed in, with him in the playoffs this year. Uh, but once, he, when, once something clicks, and I don't know what that is, but it's like he has a totally different, like his whole facial expression is different. He kind of looked, uh, I don't want to call him bipolar, but you, you can tell that he's playing with some type of intensity when he's like on, but he's not always on, if that makes any sense. So I totally So I totally understand the question and I agree with the question. At times, yes, Carl Anthony Towns does look and play um soft. So to me he needs to be more consistent, um, as a I I e a, a Joel Embiid. Um but yeah, very thank you. Thank you for that question, Kevin. All right, so I'll tell you what, ladies, on that note, we're going to jump to a quick break. And then on the outside of this, we still have some more uh, contracts to go over. Um, and, of course, you know, football news. Um, hopefully we'll get a chance to talk about uh, Brittany Griner, um, the, the news that her wife um, received today. So some good news on that front. But you already know we've still got a jam-packed show for you. So on that note, we're going to go ahead and jump into a quick break. And then on the outside of it, we will – be back uh, talking about some more NBA news and notes. All right, we're going to go ahead and do roll call again. Why? Because I just like doing roll call. Janelle, are you with me? Yes, ma'am. I'm in the house. Hey, Lou, I say it again. What say you? Oh, yeah, I'm here. Boo-boo. 
she go. I love it. It's the, th- it's the triple threat in the house. Janelle, A. Lou, TJ, LL Sports 2. We'll be right back after the break. Welcome to the candy shop. Yeah. Uh-huh. So seductive. I take you to the candy shop. I let you the rally stop. Go ahead, girl, don't you stop. How do you want it? You gon' back that thing up or should I push up on it? Temperature rising, okay, let's go to the next level. Dance floor jam-packed, hot as a tea kettle. I'll break it down for you now, baby, it's simple. If you be a I'll be a in a hotel or in the back of the rental on the beach or in the park. It's whatever you went to. Got the magic trick. I'm the love doctor. How your friends teasing you about how strong I got you. Wanna show me you can work it, baby. No problem, get on top and get to bounce around like a low rider. I'm a seasoned vet when it comes to the after you woke up a sweat, you could play with me. I'm trying to explain, baby, the best way I can. I melt in your girl, not in your hand. I take you to the candy uh-huh. shop. I let you rally stop. Go ahead, girl, don't you stop. Keep going until you hit the spot. Whoa. Secret Ladies Love Sports 2 with TJ. Oh, yes, they do. 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. Little birthday boy, music from the birthday boy tonight. All right. So we got the triple threat in the house. It is Janelle, Aunt Lou, and TJ. Picking up where we left off, some NBA uh, news and notes. We're talking about all of the contracts, uh, free agency contracts that were signed over the last week. 
So we have uh, the Grizzlies. They did what they needed to do, paying guard Jay Morant uh, agreed to a five-year extension. He gets the designated rookie extension, uh, which will likely be worth $231 million. We know that Morant, he won the most improved player. He made his first all-star game last season. Um, and they're also saying uh, if he, um, you know, if he makes his, um, uh, I think, you know, he had to make the NBA all um, all team or all not the all star team, but the NBA all team, um, or if he like wins an award, then that's how he can make the uh, the maximum two hundred and thirty one million. But ladies, I don't think we have any problem with uh, Grizzlies deciding to give Mr. Morant the uh, extension. Absolutely not. He he deserves every bit of that. Hey Lou, what do you think? I agree. Um, a little bad news for the uh, for the Grizzlies, though. Jaron Jackson Jr. Um, he is expected to be out four to six months. Um, he did have surgery to repair a stress stress fracture in his foot. So um, hopefully he'll be you know back sooner than later. But hopefully he will be back in 100% uh, full recovery. All right. Now the Pelicans. What are they thinking? I don't know. I don't know. We'll talk about it. For Zion Williamson, they agreed to a five-year, 190 three uh, designated maximum rookie extension. Now, he could earn up to the $231 million, just like John Morant, um, if he makes the all-NBA team or if he wins MVP or Defensive Player of the Year this coming season, it would trigger the Supermax escalator, and then he can make the total, the 231. But right now, his contract is five-year, $193 million. Um, ladies, one, are you surprised that – I don't know which one I'm more surprised, that, that the Pelicans would be willing to give him the, the super max or the, the, um, the rookie max, or even that Zion wanted to stay to receive the rookie max. I, I, which one is it for you? Janelle, so you kick that off. In the words of Jukebox Judy, what have you done for me lately? I, I'm, I'm so stunned. I, I really, honest and truly, did not. When I read it, I didn't believe that they gave it to him. I had to go check a couple other sources because I'm like, they did what? I, I just, I, I, I have no words. I have no. I, ne- I would have never expected that. And with all the the little uh, here and there drama that he had, that he's uh, had since he's been there, yeah, I wouldn't have expected him to want to stay either. Hey Lou, what, what do you think? What, are you are you shocked? Surprised? I'm a little shocked, but you know, sometimes when you have time off like that, you think about stuff. But you know, see, injuries are destined to happen to people, so you know you got to make you know allow for that too. But uh, <clears throat> I'm shocked. Yeah, oh, shout out to Dale and I see our resident Raider fan in the house. Brian, best friend Riley in the house, and also Brian. Uh, I can never, Brian T, because <laughs> I don't want to mess up your name. Thank y'all so much for tuning into the show tonight. Thank somebody else. Uh, did I say Cheryl? Cheryl Thomas, yes. Thank y'all so much for tuning into the show tonight. Man, I, I, I don't know. I think I was more surprised with um, the Pelicans wanting to give Zion the, the money because we know that he sat out. I say that in quotes because he was injured. But I believe Zion could have played. I really do. Um, and But I just think that when he saw the addition of C.J. McCollum 
come to the team, he was like, wait a minute now. That's somebody I, I think I want to play with. And so now all of a sudden, you know, you want to be a team player. But, again, I think that kind of goes to that Kyrie mentality. You want to play where you want to play. And I just don't think that that's, that's team sports right there. So I think I'm more surprised that, that the Pelicans were willing to give him the money. Because what if he decides he just he's, he's injured? I say that in quotes, injured again. Then what you going to do? Any comments on that? Well, if he decides that he's injured, uh, you know, that could be <clears throat> could be a fallacy. You know what I mean? But because I'll be honest with you, I remember him coming in uh, when they first, uh, you know, drafted him. But that was the last I heard of Zion until now. That well, one he couldn't get his weight under control, so I think that that had a lot to do with with his um, injuries. But this last one, like I said, he was out pretty. He was out the whole season, if not. Pretty much the whole season, wasn't it, Janelle? Yeah, that's why oh. I said, "What have you done for me lately?" He has not proved at all that he worked that much still. That's I, I don't fact, know. What I don't the think Pelicans was thinking. I don't think Zion has played since the bubble. I really don't. I'm. I'm surprised with the Pelicans on that one. 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. Um, I really don't understand what the big hoopla is. I mean, Jalen Brunson, he is a good player, don't get me wrong, but I think he's a good player because he was playing alongside of uh, Donkic. I can never say his name. Um, Tina, but, uh, they, were, they were in the bubble in 2021, right? The Pelicans, yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 the last time he played. Right, but I don't even that's, think he played when they the were in the bubble. I think they made it. They made it there without him. He didn't yeah, play he, in the bubble. Yeah, he did. He yeah, he did. He he played a couple games, but he didn't play. He didn't play. He didn't complete the season in the bubble. But that was the last time he played was in 2021. Gotcha. Okay, because they ended up making it um, in the playoffs. They won one of those um, playing right. spots. But he but but right. Zion wasn't on the team. Right. Okay. Yeah. So so now I need you to explain to me how he got that deal. I think that the Pelicans are being lazy and they didn't want to have to work out a trade or find somebody else to bring to the team. Or maybe it's just hard to bring somebody to New Orleans. I, but I blame the, the organization on that. I'm I'm gonna chalk that up to being lazy. And couldn't find they couldn't find a suitor for for Zion. That's, what do you think? I, I'm inclined to agree with you because what the monkey, man? That's what I, that I can't, I can't with them. That's that's craziness. We just giving out deals to people who don't even play games now. What, what's happening? And don't don't even have a desire to play. That's the thing. I can understand if you're just really trying to get out there, but you on you worse than um street clothes. Uh, Anthony Davis. What, yeah, the, that's, that's what the donkey? <laughs> What'd you say, Lou? I say, what the donkey? <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see what the Pelicans, you know, what what they put on the court, you know, this coming season. He's he's got he has the money, so let's see if he'll if he'll show up and um and 
play like he, he, he deserves it. All right, so we see here the Wizards, uh, they gave guard Bradley Beal. He's staying with the team. He agreed to a five-year, 251 max contract. He has spent his entire career with the Washington Wizards. So I tip my hat to you, Bradley Beal. He's a um, home, homegrown, hometown boy there trying to stay and, and, and work it out. Or he just wanted the money. Show me the money. It does. One of the two. Uh, let's see. For uh, for the Nets, they did retain Patty Mills. Okay. And, oh, Tina, let me wait, wait, wait. Let me ask you. Um, are you just running through who got who got their five year extensions or their uh, max deals, or are you actually talking about um, other deals that were um, completed on the team? Because you know there were two other deals that went down on uh, with the Wizards. Um, no, I was actually going just going over the supermaxes. But you want you want to go ahead okay. and, and mention the other two? No, no, it's okay. No, it's okay. I'm just rolling with you, just trying to figure out what we're doing. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the time, and so I, I want to make sure that we get. Now we can always go back, but I just want to make sure we get through all of these, and then because um, I do kind of want to touch on the uh, Brittany Griner um, uh, situation before we move to football. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. So, yeah, Jalen Brunson, I'm I'm not really understanding the big hype for the Knicks with Jalen Brunson, but this is the man that they wanted, and they did get him four-year, $104 million deal. It's the third largest deal in Knicks history. Um, it's the fourth $100-plus million deal. Um, but Brunson, he averaged a career-high 16.3 points per game with the Mavericks last season. Now, I'm, I could be wrong, 16.3, that's that's a good, nice number. But to try to go and just, you know, make that the, the man, that's the, the man you wanted to get, I'm not sure I understand why. But, you know, shout out to you, Jalen. Um, $104 million, four-year deal. Uh, I don't know. Ladies, just your thoughts on how much they paid him to come to the Knicks? Whoever. I think that I, I think sometimes when they do things like this, especially in the situation with the Jalen Brunson, um, because he does have potential. I can see his growth, but I can't see his growth enough to have wanted to pay him that. Um, but I do see that he has potential to be um, better than what he is, and maybe that's what they were looking at. I don't know. Hey, Lou, you want to chime in on that real quick? No, I'm good. And, you know, Janelle, I, I can understand that. You know, they see the potential in him. But, again, to me, Jalen Brunson is a role player. And I, I don't say that to diminish his talent because I don't think he's like a sixth man, like coming off the bench. I definitely believe he do, does deserve to start. But to be, um, like, I don't see him as a, a, a focal point. Like, like I said, I think he did well because of the attention that Luca gets. Who on the Knicks is going to get that that team that's going to demand that that presence or, or demand that attention to allow Jalen to, you know, I guess excel in his role? Because it seems like they're trying to make Jalen the the centerpiece, and I I just don't get that from him. Yeah. I, I agree. I agree. But it is the New York Knicks, so, too, you know, they're kind of like the Dallas Cowboys. If anything could go wrong, it's going to go wrong. So, hey, let's just keep on going, Knicks. All right. Because you're in the East. As long as my Bulls can beat you, that's all I'm worried about. All right. Moving on. Speaking of my Bulls, yes, indeed. Recapping 
I'm so glad he stayed. Forward, Zach Levine, he agreed to a five-year, $215 max contract. Um, 2022, it marked the first time, I feel so bad for him, but it was the first time that he was in his career that he actually reached the postseason. So shout out to him. We also um, did acquire the services of Andre Drummond and uh, Drogic. So I'm happy about that, too. Looks like we're trying to uh, fill some holes in case we have injuries again next season. Um, and and yeah. Eric Jones is also returning too. So you guys, you guys are trying to do a little something. We're trying to stay relevant in the uh, hopes in in the unfortunate uh, you know injury book. I think y'all gonna be all right, Tina. I'm telling you. I, I think right now you guys have some pieces in and and play that that's going that's going to keep y'all relevant for a minute. Just trust me. I think y'all going to be all right. You know, I agree, Janelle. I totally agree, but it's just the fact of I mean, we were two totally different teams the beginning of the season and the end of the season. I mean, had we not started out as well as we did, we wouldn't have made the playoffs. And it and even though we were what, Yeah, the, but it's the, the injury bug. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So it's just like I I think we saw how important those players that went out for us in injury that we need to make sure that the people coming off the bench or the people coming to replace them, we don't have such a, a, a huge drop off. And we can't put that much um we can't put that much pressure on DeMar DeRozan. Hold you know, to maintain us. But I I'm I'm very excited for the future. Of of the of uh of my doubles, so excited. Let's just say we can hopefully we can stay healthy. All right, let's see here. Uh, who else? Oh, the Seventy Sixers. They made um not a super max, but we uh, Janelle. Did you see who they picked up? Let me tell you something. This yes, brother I right did. here. <laughs> this brother right yes, here. I talk did. about um rotation, rotation. But you can tell when a team is in need of of a bulldog. Oh, they know exactly who and and when to go get him. The 76ers yep. weren't playing around. James Harden, he declined his player option. He declined the 47.3 because he said he wants to help make the team better. And in doing so, the team acquired, yes, the services of guard P.J. Tucker. Three-year, $33.2 million fully guaranteed contract. Talk about it, Janine. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. When I saw that, I said, oh, the 76ers ain't playing. They're trying to get some help and get it quick. It's about to be on and popping and selling. Yes. yes, indeed. What, he won, won the championship with the with the um, Bucks. Bucks, they couldn't retain him because the Miami Heat said, oh, no, 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 no. We, we, we got something for you over here, PJ. And now the – the hope the Miami Heat they made it to the uh, what to the Eastern Conference Finals and then here come the Seventy Sixers. Uh, he said, "No, we want to keep." Oh no 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 no, we got something for you over, over here, PJ. PJ is a hot commodity, and I tell you, he yes, makes he an is. impact wherever he goes. True story. True story. Talk about remaining relevant. That's how you remain relevant in the NBA in your older age. You you keep keep going out there and showing what you could do. Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports Two. Um, and real quick before we move to the Britna Griner um, story, Red Velvet, he's gone. Oh, Huter. We had talked about it earlier in the week, Janelle, but it was made official yeah. today. 
You want to talk about it? I know. I told you. I know. I told you. I'm devastated. Big Red is gone. My feelings is hurt. I just he was he was one of the uh, one of the main reasons why we have um, why we made it to the uh, to the Eastern Conference Finals when we did. It was because of Big Red. I'm just my feelings is hurt. He was one of my favorite players uh, on the team, but I am excited about the pieces that we've picked up. So I'm hoping that that that's gonna make a difference. I don't know, but yeah, my feelings are hurt that Big Red is gone. That's why I texted you because I couldn't believe it. I'm like, can you believe it's time for a This is ridiculous. And, I mean, for to go to the Sacramento Kings, too, I was like, oh, man, y'all couldn't find a better landing spot for him than that. Yeah, but maybe they'll be able to utilize his talents to try and get them relevant again because they ain't been doing nothing for a minute. Or maybe it's just, you know, an, another trade. Maybe he'll be moving to another team. You know, it could be a multi multi-team trade, and he won't be there long. Maybe somebody will pick well, him up. they're doing he... all that. They could have left him here. <laughs> I, just, I just don't want to get him, have him stuck in purgatory, though, because Kings, you know, they're not going to be doing anything anytime soon. Compared to all those teams. I well. agree. I, I agree. Uh, they, seven... they haven't been relevant what? in them. Ladies, I'm getting off topic for a second, but why are these people in the top 25 basketball players, they put Nikola Jockey, they putting him as number one over Durant, over Curry, over LeBron? What is wrong with these people? Then they got Joel Embiid, number three. What list are you looking at? Where would you get the list from? I just went on. I just went on my safari and just put in the top twenty-five. Who are these people? Might be a That's European. why you can't trust all the news outlets. That you gotta, you gotta get somebody reputable. You ain't lying about that, girl. Kevin hit us up on the timeline. He says, "I think New Orleans had to do it." He's a younger, more athletic Barkley. How much is a player like that worth in today's market? He really is their most talented player, even with Ingram. Plus, he wants to be there, unlike CP3 and AD before him have uh, before him have to roll the dice on a generational type talent like Zion. Okay, makes sense. Yeah. I mean, he is a generational talent. That is for sure. Um, I guess I just didn't think he did. I didn't think he wanted to be there. Because he sat out all season, but um, you know, Janelle, your your thoughts on that comment? I I hear what Kevin is saying, but here's my problem: when you have a player that, okay, so we're getting ready to go into the twenty two twenty three season. When you have a player that's been out for as long as they have, and they literally have not shown you anything, I, I just can't validate giving them that kind of money. Because let's say, let's say, okay. God forbid he comes back and ends up in a situation like Clay did where he comes back for five minutes and end up hurt again. You know what I'm saying? I just, I, I can't agree to that. I just can't. Hey, Lou, do you want to chime in on that before I talk about it? Not really. Yeah, I'm in total agreement with you. You, you. The perfect song, What Have You Done For Me Lately? So it's like I understand what he could be. <laughs> I understand the the generational talent that we expected him to be or expect him to be, but you haven't done it yet. You haven't even shown me that you want to do it, especially here in New Orleans. Right. 
So why would I be willing to just dish out all that money? I mean, I understand, yeah, it, it, it's hard to find that type of player, but it, it comes with a full package. You know, it, it's not like a, a, a John Morant. You know, anytime that boy is injured, you pretty much have to pull him out of a game and and you wait till the last minute. You you kind of have to go behind his back because he's going to tell you he's okay and he can get out there and play. Um you know, he, he he's not a uh, – his mindset I don't think is, is like a uh, like a John Morant. I mean, and I say that it has to be. But when, you, when you're when dishing out that much money, I have to know that you are fully fully invested in playing here and playing period. Right. Um, so, right. I mean, I'm just – Absolutely. If he gets out there and proves it, he just hasn't proven it. I agree with you 100%, TJ. Well, we'll see. You know, we'll see. We'll see if they gave it to him too soon or maybe they should have made him wait a year or so. But um, only time will tell. All right. 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. So, yes, we had um, really um, talked about or chimed in on this this. Uh, story here, but I definitely wanted to um, just kind of mention it tonight, especially with um, the good news that um, Brittany Griner's wife received today. So for all of you who um, you, you should be aware, um, Brittany Griner, she has been detained in Russia um, since, my goodness, since February? Or was it before February? Uh, no, I thought it was on. February. Yeah, I believe it's February, because I just uh, saw this right before we went on air. Um, here we go, yes. So she was arrested uh, February 17th while trying to enter Russia. Um, she's on trial uh, for drug smuggling charges. Um, they're expected to resume um, Thursday, which will be tomorrow, in a Moscow area courtroom. Um, but Brittany Griner, she had recently written a letter um, that was hand-delivered to President Biden. And um, so with that, today, um, Brittany Griner's wife, Sherelle Griner, um, she received a phone call from President Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris. Uh, she took to quit to Twitter after, or Instagram, I'm sorry, after the conversation, and she says, I quote, I am grateful to the both of them for the time they spent with me and for the commitment they expressed to getting BG, Brittany Griner, home. Um, she had sought a meeting with them ever since, uh, you know, or not long after the February 17th arrest, um, the White House, they have been saying that they were, you know, going to be getting in touch with her, you know, yada, yada, said that they were definitely working behind the scenes on trying to get her released, um, trying to get her back home. But as you can see, we are now in July 6th, and she is still um, detained and now going to court. Um, in Sherelle, uh, Sherelle, she also took to Instagram um, this was last week, I believe. Um, she wrote, again, this is her wife, Sherelle Griner. She says, I quote, While I remain concerned and outspoken until she is back home, I am hopeful in knowing that the president read my wife's letter and took the time to respond. I know BG will be able to find comfort in knowing she has not been forgotten. I want to thank everyone who has fought so hard for BG. It means the world to my entire family as well as my wife. Please continue to pray for my family and all the other families of the wrongfully detained as our Pain remains active until our loved ones are brought home. Let's continue to use our voices to speak the names of all of the wrongfully detained Americans and support the administration as they do what it takes to bring them home today, end quote. Um, you know, a lot of the 
um, outpour or outcry was that if Brittany Griner were a Tom Brady or a, um, a Steph Curry, you know, a, a athlete of that caliber, would it taken so long, you know, to get Brittany Griner home? Um, then, you know, that's a question that we'll never know uh, because on the flip side you have to ask yourself, would they be trying to get into Russia with drugs? I mean, it's a two-edged sword. Not to say that she deserves to be there. Do not get me wrong. But when you want to go and you want to throw names in there and say, well, would we would would it be taking this long? You have to ask yourself too, would someone put themselves in that position? With that being said, um, Janelle, just you know, we'll have you kick this. Well, no, Amy, we'll have you kick this off. Um, just your overall thoughts on the president finally um, speaking to um, Sherelle Griner. You know, do you feel like it maybe? took kind of too long for them to reach out to her. Hey, Lou, are you on speaker? Can you hear me now? Yeah, I, I, that was nice that they reached out to her, you know, and they're trying to get her out of there. But, you know, you commit a crime, you got to serve the time, people. I don't care who you are. It could have been Steph Curry. Okay. Janelle, your thoughts? Um, I'm trying to tread lightly here. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I am I am happy that uh, she's getting the help that 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 she that she requested. Um, it, it says a lot about Joe Biden that he actually read her letter and did respond. So that that I, I can definitely appreciate. Um, my thing with this whole situation is this is not her first time uh, being in Russia. She plays overseas all the time. So it's not, um, I feel like she should have known better than to put herself in that type of situation in the first place. Thank you for uh, bringing that, uh, bringing that, that nugget there to, um, to, to, uh, you know, to the conversation. That yes, she plays overseas, um, probably more than she played, you know, here in the U.S. So, yeah, you definitely should have known the rules of traveling with drugs. Especially to Russia. They are extremely harsh over there. So uh, I, I don't know, but I, I am glad to see that uh, President Biden did um, did actually read her letter and, and reached out to, to uh, Sherelle. That, that, I hope that gave her some comfort. I really do. Because, you know, as a family member, I would be devastated, I'm not going to lie. Um, you know, whatever the reason that they're detained over there, I mean, it is Russia, and um, it's, it's Russia. So you can only imagine how her wife has been feeling and dealing and not being able to speak to her. You know, the only thing she could see is pretty much, you know, the news channels or, or, or yeah, the news channels or whatever they're able to pick up and, and, and um, report on. Um, but before we, we jump to break, and I don't know, you just never know a personal state of mind, but I read this. Brittany Griner, this was part of her, this was just a little excerpt from her letter that she um, wrote to, to President Joe Biden. And ladies, I just wanted to get your opinion on this. So this is just an excerpt of it. Um, she talked about, you know, of course, how much she missed her family about um, being, uh, about, you know, the 4th of July, how her father served in the, in the armed forces, um, you know, just, of course, missing her family and all this. But this was an excerpt. She says, I quote, as I sit here in a Russian prison alone with my thoughts and without the protection of my wife, family, friends, Olympic jersey, or any accomplishments, I'm terrified I might be here forever. 
end quote. Um, ladies, just your thoughts about that comment there in the letter. Janelle, have you go first. Um, that, for me, was a fear when I found out she got arrested, um, that she would actually end up there forever because, you know, they have um, – they have a, a reputation of starting out um, with a sentence, with a particular sentence, and before you know it, that sentence has been extended and extended and extended. Uh, so I, that, for me, was a fear when I first found out she got arrested. So I definitely can understand why she would feel that way. Okay. Hey, Lou, your, your comment? Um, yeah, I could understand her being in fear. Um but um, prayer answers everything. That, that that is definitely true. Um, I guess I I couldn't even concentrate on the the fear of being in Russian prison forever because I didn't understand the addition of uh, she was living without the protection of her Olympic jersey and other accomplishments. What does that have to do with being in the prison? <laughs> I think that, I think After, that, I I'm think that what she meant by that, I think that what she meant by that is generally when you're an athlete of her caliber, when you go to other countries, um, you being an Olympic gold medal winner or being um, at the top of your game, because just like she were, um Place for the NBA here. She, like I said, has played overseas in many, um, in many places. So she, she's known as a superstar. And I think that in her mind, she was thinking that that would, that would give her some, um, some type of protection as far as. Okay, if you want to call it clout, but you know, um, even Shaq has talked about how he's gone overseas and done stupid things and gotten out of trouble because of who he is. You know what I mean? And I think that that's probably where she, what she was thinking. She was thinking that because of who she is and because of her accomplishments, that that would that would give her the ability to to be able to use that clout, as you call it, to to somewhat get herself out of trouble. But not in Russia. They don't play that over there. And I guess that's that's what I mean. I understand who you. I understand who you are, Brittany Griner, and I'm not taking anything from you. Brittany Griner is a bad female uh, ball player. I mean, I, I mean, not even female. The, she is the truth on the court. But that Olympic, I mean, you USA, baby. I understand that, but you see where you at? You USA ain't uh. Again, I guess that's what they mean when they say if it was a Shaq, if it was a Steph Curry, if it was a Tom Brady. Um, that might speak for you, but that you aren't, and that's why you have to know better, do better. And like know Chanel better, said, do You 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 are used to traveling internationally. You know Russia don't play, so I don't know. But let's just let's just pray that this um, with with Joe Biden reaching out to um, to the wife that there's some things that are in the works that we just don't know about, and hopefully she will be coming home sooner than later. All right. All right, ladies. So with that, we're going to put a quick pin in. We're going to jump into our last break. And then on the outside of that, it will be time. It will be time for the baddest lady in the land when her pen hits that pad. Yes, Lucinda's lyrics will be up right 
after the break. It is the triple threat in the house. Janelle, Aunt Lou, TJ. LL Sports 2 will be right back after the break.
347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. But you know what it is. The clock on the wall. It tells us it is time. It is time for the baddest lady in the land with her pen. Hit that pad. Yes, it is time for Lucinda's lyrics. So, Miss Lucinda, what do you have on tap for us tonight? Good evening, LL Sports 2. I have some NFL top headlines for you. Baker Mayfield has been traded to the Panthers. Is he better than Sam Darnold? That's the anthem. He was traded for a 2024 conditional draft pick, and the Browns are hoping it will stick. Jody Allen, the factor owner of the Seahawks, is not selling the team. She wants them to focus on being a winning dream. <laughs> Hank Goldberg died at 82 on his birthday. And a lot of people had things to say. He was an ESPN NFL reporter and handicapping expert for two decades. He helped many others with various crusades. He was being treated for a chronic kidney disease. Although his right leg was amputated below the knee, he lived in ease. Deshaun Watson vows to clear his name because he hasn't done any wrong, he claims. Although he settled 20 of 24 lawsuits with the women, he still denied he was in cahoots. All the attorneys are seeking documents from the NFL investigation of Watson. While he's still crying, I'm innocent, I'm not done. Deshaun Watson, you are the guilty one. Awesome job, though, Lou. How you incorporated all of those stories. That was absolutely amazing. Awesome job, as always. Always on point. Okay, before we go to football, I've got to tell y'all what uh, Keisha said. Keisha's absolutely stupid. Real quick, though, Kevin said, P.J. Tucker is a real nice signing. He is a dog. Yes, he is. Keisha says, uh, K.D. is like a bored boyfriend that don't want to stay in a long-term relationship. He wants a new girlfriend, a.k.a. new team. And then she said, when K.D. brushes his hair, that's when he'll win a championship. Keisha, <gasps> tonight. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> word. Oh, my word. Okay, she out of control tonight. That's crazy. I love it. I love but it. But she might be right, though. She might be right. If that's all it takes, uh, who is that? Some manufacturer, somebody needed to send him a, a slew full of brushes. He need to get a brush. All right. Here we go. Let's talk some football news, y'all. Baker Mayfield has found a new home, and it is in the dirty south. He is coming to the to the uh, NFC South. What you say, Baker Mayfield? He has been traded to the Carolina Panthers for a 2024 conditional pick. Is that it? Is that it? Uh, so the Panthers are going to pay the 4.85 million dollar um, of Mayfield's salary, while the Browns they'll still be on the hook for 10.5 of his salary. Um, let's see. And Mayfield agreed to convert the remainder of his $18.8 million salary into incentives to help facilitate the deal. So he's going to have to read some 
some incentives in order to, you know, to get the majority of his money. But the Browns, they're they're still on the hook, like I said, for 10.5. Um, but he is not guaranteed, you know, to be a starter. He is going to be in competition with one Sam Darnold. Okay, so we'll have to see, uh, you know, if he can if he can uh, win out the starting job. But uh, Janelle, your thoughts about old Baker Mayfield coming to the NFC South? I have no thoughts. I, ugh, that's my thought. That That's my thought. Is that because you don't want to, to go up against one, Baker Mayfield? or do you, Don't nobody have no fear for that boy. Uh, ain't nobody worried about him. It's not like insert Tom Brady and, and instant winning there for for uh, for the Carolina Panthers. That, that's not what you're saying. Heck no, you crazy. No, I no. <laughs> I can't even believe you opened your mouth to to, to speak them words. Uh, insert Tom Brady is one thing. You you might as well insert the Pink Panther. You, you might do better with that. I I don't even know what to tell you. Neil. <laughs> You know, the, the the purpose of the show is to educate, to inform, but to also entertain. You know, that that's just a little entertainment there. You know, just try to make an assimilation. We, we all know that uh, Baker Mayfield and uh, uh, Tom Brady, he is not. Uh, thank you so much for acknowledging that, because definitely not. No, nobody holds no fear for Baker Mayfield. Well, hey, hey, Lou, what do you think about the, the Carolina Panthers edition of, of Baker Mayfield? Is he going to win out that starting position there over Sam Donald? I have no idea, but I tell you, there won't be a competition in, in this coming up year. Baker Mayfield, you must yield to something. <laughs> Right now he's gonna to have to yield to those incentives because, like I said, he uh, right now his base salary is what four point well now four point eight five well plus the ten point five. I just don't know if he has any guaranteed money. I don't know. We'll have to see. Oh well, I'm trying to. I think Dale is trying to get in here and talk to us, but he keep he keep going away on me. What was that? Who, who somebody gonna say something? What's up, Rashad? I see you in the house. Take the four point eight eight Oh, hey, Lou, we, we can barely hear you. Are you, think you, you I said, wouldn't you take that 4.8 mil? I'll take it. Baker is not, he is not in any position to be choosy. So he he would care if it was just a point four or five. He was going to take it because his feelings were hurt to be, uh, you know, how how he feels like he was done with the acquisition of, of Deshaun Watson. But, you know, in all honesty, though, I do hope that he does win the starting position because wouldn't this be apropos? Guess who the who the uh, Carolina Panthers kick off the 2022 season against? Game one. The Browns. You better know it. The Cleveland Browns. The Panthers play the Browns week one. So how apropos would that be? I hope he does but, win out the starting. But you know, Deshaun won't be playing. He got a what a year suspension, if not longer. Exactly. Yeah, we don't we don't know how long he's going to be out. But we will not be saying. Well, I'm not going to say that because we we don't know yet. We don't know what the, what the judge is going to come back with. But it's highly unlikely that uh, Deshaun Watson will be playing. So therefore, we don't know who 
who the Browns are going to put, you know, behind center. So wouldn't that just be lovely for Baker Mayfield to go out there and just destroy the Cleveland Browns in week one? Say, how you like me now? And then they don't win another game. Stop it now. I don't know. Y'all in rare form, ladies, tonight. Janelle has lost it. I've never seen her so pessimistic, op- optimistic, cynical, cruel. Oh, my goodness. All of the above? I, th- I thought she was rather um, oh, oh, low-key tonight. Miss Terry, come back, please. <laughs> Three four seven eight two six or seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports Two. But I was hoping Adele was gonna hit number one for me again, so we could try to bring him in. Nope. Here we go. Let's see if we can get him this time. Hold on. Hello. Dale, you on with us? What's hey. on your mind tonight? Hey. Dale. Hey, Dale. Hey, ladies. Uh, Baker Mayfield. Well. He got a chance to go somewhere else and play against the Cleveland Browns. That would be good. But I think Deshaun Watson, he'll be gone to a party. I said 12, from 12 games to maybe the whole season. So <laughs> it probably be uh, Jacoby, but wait, that's it. It probably be the quarterback. And uh, I. I, I, I'm glad for Baker, but <laughs> it ain't no make too much of a difference, though. Uh, I, I, he just uh, he's just a backup quarterback. He doesn't. He, he's not really an NFL starting quarterback. I guess some season does not starting quarterback. He just don't have the the head to build. He had the he had the talent, but he just don't have it. The head to it, I guess. You don't think he has, like, the mindset for it? Huh? Is it that you don't think he has – well, not the mindset, but um, Baker can tend to take himself out of games. He, he, his emotional – he rides his emotions too too much, I think. Yeah, he is, he is, he is too emotional. Uh, as you were talking about the money that they were paying uh, the Ricky and uh, the Pelicans, I tell you what. I have been looking at these NBA free agent contracts, and I've been saying these owners can never say that this stuff that they broke. These kind of, I mean, throwing this money around the way they do, I cannot understand why some teams. Well, I, I give you a good example for I look. Okay, Michael Jordan, he fired the coach. He got he had two interviews. Both of the guys that he was interviewing were guys with previous head coaches and experience that had got fired from somewhere else. Mike D'Antoni, which he hires, and the guys from, I think, from the San Antonio Spurs that had got fired. But anyway, I, I cannot understand why you have 80% of uh, assistant coaches in the NFL, I mean, NBA. Um, I might be ninety percent African American, and these guys are not given a chance. But then you get all these old recycle guys, and, and 
I don't see it. I mean, I don't understand it. But your your, your franchise is not, is not in a position to win. You know what I'm saying? I, I just don't understand it. I'll let y'all go. Definitely, he's going to drop the mic. Well, thank you for calling in, Dad, right. and giving us your opinion, as always. We've been missing you. Okay, thank you. Thank you, ladies. Bye-bye. All right. Bye, Bye now. Bye now. Said, I'm going to say what I'm going to say, and that's it. <laughs> that was funny. Well, you know, one thing I, I can admit, though, or I have to give the NBA credit for, they are better with um, minority hiring than the NFL. That's all I can say. That's true. They really You're right. We need to get the good old boys and put them in a room with with enough black people and maybe they'll hire them. And I don't mean threaten them. Just let the good old boys know that they're humans and they got blood that's red like theirs. <laughs> like I said, we, we have a lot of representations uh, as far as African-American. Uh, representation we right now we have um we have 15 um 15 uh black coaches head coaches in the nba yeah and they just hired and not, uh, what david fisdale as an assistant gm so now we we yeah, start so to you know move to the, the nba people nfl in the nfl oh yeah. well that's another story altogether you know that ain't getting ready to happen Yeah, but but Dale was just talking about um, the NBA because uh, the Hornets. I guess he's saying that the Hornets, they, you know, they fired their coach. So Michael Jordan looking for for a new coach. But yeah, I, I can't be mad at the NBA as far as their representation. They doing the right thing. But, yeah, uh, they are. Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports Two. So some uh, interesting news that that um, was released yesterday. Uh, you know that we lost uh, wide rec- former wide receiver Demarius Thomas um, earlier this year. Um, I don't know if they ever really said his cause of death, but I was actually kind of surprised to hear this. Um, the coroner's office in Fulton County, Georgia, he did uh, die here in Georgia, but they have yet to rule on the cause of death of Demarius Thomas. But um, after researching his brain, um, it was taken to um, Boston University. Um, they've been studying the former NFL's brain uh, through the Concussion Legacy Foundation, the CLF. It has been um, diagnosed that he did have the degenerative brain disease known as CTE. Uh, let me see if I can say this, chronic traumatic encephalopathy. That's the last time I'm going to say that. So uh, otherwise, like I said, known as CTE, and it is linked to repeated blows to the head. According, uh, This is according to an announcement um, made Tuesday by the doctors from Boston University. Um, we know that Thomas, he was found dead in his Roswell, Georgia home. Um, he died this past December 9th, and he had just retired um, in June of last year. Um, but he died December 9th, which was just 15 days before his 34th birthday. Um, at the time, his family had believed that a seizure was the cause of his death, and he had been battling seizures since a 2019 car crash. Um, but again, like I said, the coroner's office, they have yet to rule on the cause of death. Um, neuropathologist Dr. Dan, Dr. Ann McKee, I'm sorry, who was part of the Boston University research team, said that Thomas most likely died after having the seizure. 
Um, but again, CTE does not cause death. It's just a degenerative um, brain disease. Okay, and seizures are not commonly associated with CTE, so it could just be, you know, a combination of, of the two um, with his health, his overall health. Um, but family members, you know, say that um, in addition to the seizures, uh, which began in 2020, Thomas also struggled with what have uh, come to be known as um, conditions of CTE. According to his mother, Katina Stuck, uh, Katina, I'm sorry, Katina Stucky Smith. She told ABC News, "I quote: His mood would change, and he would also isolate himself sometimes. He was like, Mom, I don't know what's going on with my body. You know, I got to get myself together. And he said, I don't feel like myself anymore. End quote. So, um, you know, just knowing the position that he played, wide receiver, um, we know that they're not." Um, I guess the blows to the head aren't as consistent as, let's say, an offensive and defensive lineman, um, probably a running back. Um, but we know that, you know, in, in football, all players run the risk of, you know, head injuries, concussions, so forth, uh, traumatic injuries to the, to the head and the brain. Um, so just, you know, your overall thoughts on officially, you know, being um, they were able to diagnose that uh, Demarius Tom, Thomas did, unfortunately, um, suffer from the degenerative brain disease, CTE. Uh, Janelle, we'll have you start that off. Um, when I read that story, it just, I, I find it sad, um, the the mere fact that, um, especially with the position that he played, I, I don't know how to look at it, that he was only um, diagnosed at a level two, um, but the mere fact that he had it at all, it's just, it. it it kind of brings me pause because you know how much I love the game of football, but to choose to know what they actually go through um, to put their life over over the game, I just I don't know that I'd be willing to do that. So I'm just I, I find that it's it is very sad. I, I'm I'm still sad about what happened to him. It's just he was so young. It, it, when you hear about something like that. From, um, with somebody that's just so young, it just kind of breaks your heart and because you haven't, you know, you had the opportunity to play in the NFL, yes, but he did not have the opportunity to live. Uh, that For him to be gone for so, <clears throat> um, so soon, it's just, it's heartbreaking. It really is. It's heartbreaking. And I am appreciative of his family that they, um, that they did consent to have him tested for that. Um, because I know that recently we lost someone else and their family didn't consent. And it's important that they that they try to do as much to figure out um what exactly uh, happens with these with these football players when they go through this. So I'm I'm appreciative of his family for allowing that. Right. Marlon Humphreys. Uh we just lost him, the running back he had uh, played for the Cowboys. You're correct. His family yeah. said according to him his wishes were that he didn't want, you know, his brain to be um taken to to, to be um you know uh observed or what's the word for it. Yeah, Marlon Humphreys. Mm-hmm. Um, hey Luke, your thoughts on the conclusions um that he did suffer from C T E? Uh, Janelle, she said it so eloquently. Oh, that girl can be on it when she want to be, can't she? Yes, I, 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 you know, I'm, I'm with her. I'm just dying at it such a young age, and you know, you just don't wish that up on anyone, you know. 
and uh, I'm glad that they did, you know, investigate and find out, you know, the the cause. But um, it's just sad. It's you know, it's a sad situation because like to, you know, he's had so much of his all of his life to live, and that's what I guess that's when he was destined to go. But um, yeah, I totally agree with her. Right. It's like, you know, um, like the family said, after the crane, uh, I'm sorry, not the crane, after the car crash, that's when he started, you know, suffering from seizures. So you would, you know, you just hate to think that had he had someone been with him, you know, and probably, you know, could have called 911 sooner or something that he might still be here. But, um, Janelle, you did mention it. He suffered at stage two. Um, he had stage two development of CTE, and the worst, um, the most severe state is stage four. But just to know that he had, you know, he was, um, exemplifying the symptoms, you know, the moodiness, um, and, and even himself, knowing that he didn't feel, you know, like himself. Um, I just always, I still think that it's amazing that that is just a disease that they cannot test or cannot diagnose until after death. Um, they are saying that Thomas is now, um, he is one of more than 300 former NFL players who have been, di- who have been diagnosed with um, CTE by the BU, uh, Boston University CTE Center research team. Um, but, you know, as we just said, he was only, what, 19 days away from his 34th birthday, um, but even sadder. He had just retired from the NFL um, in uh, June of 2021, and by December he was gone. Just so sad, so sad story all the way around. But, um, but yeah, so, but on that note, ladies, it's a wrap for the show. Wow, two hours flies when you're having fun. Funny how time flies. Okay. Jukebox Judy, concentrate. When you're having fun. All right, Janelle, it's time for the shout out. <laughs> and girl, you are you, Girl, you are, you are absolutely a mess. I, I love it. Um. I want to give a shout out to Marlon um, um, because I actually miss his his comments. He has some very insightful um, things to say when he, when he joins us. Um, And I want to thank Kevin because he definitely um, made some excellent comments and posed some good questions tonight. So thank you for that because that was awesome. (laughs) Um, Miss Lucinda, great job on your lyrics tonight. Uh, Miss Terry, you were definitely missed. Um, I love you, lady. I love both of you, ladies. Tina, I want to say something to you. Um, you know, I tell you every week how much I appreciate um, how hard you have to work, the things that you have to do to put in the time that you have to put in in order to um, put the show together. But something dawned on me. You know, um, a lot of times we get impatient with our past. We get, um, We want things to happen immediately. We want things. You know, we may be looking at things that may be going on around us or things that may be happening for other people. But, you know, popcorn is prepared in the same pot, in the same heat, on the same oil, and yet kernels don't all pop at the same time. So I, I don't want you to be worried about what's happening around you. I just want you to be worried about yourself and keep your path because your turn to pop will come. Nell Williams, girl, I tell you this time and time again. Y'all don't understand the relationship that Janelle and I have. But this girl 
it'll be out of the blue. And she will send me a text, and it will be just what I need to hear at just the right time. Girl, you got me over here. Tears in my eyes. Thank I'm sorry, baby girl, but you you okay. know, I, I sometimes Thank I you feel for things and I just feel like you need to hear it. I, I just feel like you need to you need to hear things. I, I don't think that we get the encouragement enough that we should as black women, as as black people in general. But when when I feel it when I feel it come to me and I feel like you need to hear it, I have to tell you, you know that. You said that. You did that right there. Silly. <laughs> but I love you, honey. I do. I love you. I love and you. And I love you right back. Oh, my goodness. Girl, you did that. God, I was doing so good. I don't think I cried in about my month. Okay. Um, hey, Lou. <laughs> I love you, Janelle. I do. Thank you so much. Janelle is a woman of prophecy. She's, she don't even realize word of knowledge be operating in you when you speak, and keep on doing that. Because tonight, I'm going to call you the woman of wisdom. You have you spoke so much wisdom tonight from your mouth, and uh, and you know uh, <clears throat> that, that that seems a lot. So keep keep on saying what you're supposed to say, you know, and having that urgency because you can tell when you're like, I got to get it out, I got to get it out. But once you get it out, you're okay. But you, but I thank God for you because you really. Spoken a lot tonight, more than you realize. Miss uh, um, Terry, I, I, I thought you was the woman who was not saying that you're not now, but Janelle, oh, she be holding back. And so I just want to tell you that I miss you and love you. I hope everything's okay. And, uh, you know, we still miss that, that fourth uh, person. But uh, I just feel like God is growing and maturing us, you know, more. And, and uh, Janelle, you really coming out more, and I just want to acknowledge that. And tell you that I love you. I love you too, Miss Terry. Even though I might joke, but uh, but I'm I'm really sincere about that. TJ, TJ, you did such an uh, exquisite job tonight. Um, and I, I just love it when we all just you know we just be free, free with liberty. There's got to be liberty. There's a lot of liberty here, and, and um and so and, and and that's a good thing, you know. And so we can be free to, to voice our opinion or disagree or whatever, and I just love it. Keep that atmosphere always. And, TJ, let the Lord just rise, you know, just, just elevate you to where he wants you to be. And like Janelle said, don't feel, uh, you know, everybody else is getting their time. When his mind's coming, it's coming. He's just testing your heart, and he's doing some things, working some things and some people that you're going to have to work with and stuff. <clears throat> But just be patient. But uh, keep on doing an excellent job. Uh, and when you look up, it's like it's going to be here. You're going to be pinching yourself and saying, is this really real? Yes, it is going to be real. I love you, darling. Thank you, Aunt Lou. Thank you. Yes, and, you know, that's that was one of my main things with starting this show. This was a platform, you know, for everybody, um, no matter you know, your your knowledge of sports, um, the level of love for sports, you know, this is just and it's a safe haven, and I always want it to be like that. Um, and I know that we're not always going to agree. I don't want us to always agree because that's not how the world um, operates and works. But the main thing and the thing that I do strive for and I will always stress is the um, level of respect, that we will always respect um, each other and those who tune in to the show. And that's, um, that's one thing I do pride 
um, pride myself and pride all of us in because we do. We know that we all operate in um, in our own individual minds, and um, we always respect um, the other people. So, hey, that's what makes this show what it is. And I love you, ladies, um, for everything that you bring to the show um, each and every week. Um, because we know that, you know, if Terry can be here, she will, because she did let us know that her job was going to be a little bit more demanding and consuming. So when she can be here, she will be here. But if she's not, we just miss her, and um, she's always here in spirit, though. But um, until next week, ladies, y'all be blessed. And God willing, we'll see you next Wednesday. All right? All right. Love you, ladies. Bye, ladies. Love you back. Bye. 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight. And that was the triple threat in the house. Ain't Lou, Janelle, and TJ bringing you the education, information, and entertainment uh, on Wednesday night. All right, so let's see. Wednesday Wikipedia for July the 6th. What happened? Um, 1957, Althea Gibson, she won the Wimbledon Women's Singles Tennis title. She was the first black athlete to win the event. And in 1985, Martina Navratil. Navratilova, say that fast, won her fourth consecutive Wimbledon singles title. In 1995 in Los Angeles, the prosecution rested at the O.J. Simpson murder trial. And in 2000 um, in Orlando, Florida, the body of Corey Irving, he was found in his vehicle in a pond near his family's home. Um, If that sounds familiar, Julius Dr. J. Irving, that was his son, he had reported him missing on June 4th of 2000 but they found him a little over a month later next to their home in the pond um his car had went into the pond all right so that is going to do it for the show tonight um birthdays today um sylvester stallone and president uh, former president george w bush they turned 75 nancy reagan we lost her in 2016 she would have had a birthday today pal gasol turns 41 baseball star manny machado turns 29 uh tamara maori and tia maori they um turned 43 but you know i do those celebrity birthdays tia's ranked number four and tamara's ranked 16 talk about Stepping your game up, Tamara. Get up there with your sister. I don't know. But like Janelle said, hey, we all reach our milestones at different times. Zion Williamson, we were talking about him. He turns the big. He's legal. Turns 21. Um, Curtis Jackson, a.k.a. 50 Cent, he turns uh, 46. And Kevin Hart, the comedian, as a uh, comedian, you know, I'm trying, I'm looking for a word, the uh he's a good comedian. All right. He turns 42 today. All right. <laughs> so happy birthdays to them. Great big shout-out to Marlon. Janelle said it. We missed you, Marlon. Shout-out to Ronbo of Ronbo Sports. Shout-out to Marvin and Harold Chambers. Um, happy birthday to my girl, Giovanna Tillis. She has celebrates her birthday today. Shout-out to my cousin, Tamara Smith, her son, Jeremiah. He is officially a, a published author. Con- You are never too young to go and pursue your dreams. So shout-out to Jeremiah. At the age of 10, he is a published author. His book, Why Don't I See Me, um, that is the name of his book. Pre-order information will be coming, uh, will be forthcoming, so y'all make sure to check out my page. I will also be announcing it on the show um, when, when you will be able to uh, pre-order 
the book. Um, so huge congratulations to them. And also a huge congratulations to um, my other cousin, Shalonda Smith, her son, Christian Cochran. Um, he did the artwork for the book. So talent just running in that Smith family. You better recognize and acknowledge it, y'all. I'm so happy and so proud of all of y'all. All right. Shout out to Aunt Lou for bringing the strength once again with Lucinda's lyrics. Um, she did an amazing job. If you missed it, make sure that you catch it on the podcast or on my timeline. Shout out to Janelle for rounding out the triple threat. Once again, as I always say, ladies, I love the dialogue, um, the dynamics of our conversations because we always bring something different to the table, and that's what makes this uh, makes this podcast um, what makes it makes it click. And also to all of you um, in on the timeline in Facebook land, thank you for tuning in to the show. Um, like she said, Kevin your questions, um, your thoughts tonight. Shout out to Dale for calling in once again, sharing um, his thoughts and, and um, dialogue with us as well. Um, shout out to my daddy, Lawrence Jackson. Shout out to my brother, D'Angelo Jackson. I love you, fellas. And last but by no means least, to my mom, Miss Denise Green, for everything you do for me, for LL Sports too. I love you. I love you, and I appreciate you. All right? So that is going to leave it for tonight. Uh, we'll be back Wednesday night. 347-826-7924, God willing. That leaves us with only one more thing, TJ's motivational moment. Um, man, Janelle, <laughs> um, that analogy was just right on time. You just don't understand. As I said before, um, I, I'm sorry, I, I had something already prepared, but I just have to, you know, you know me, I have to speak off the top of my head. Sometimes I just have to go freestyle. Um, but what she said, um, Janelle always has a way of, like I said, speaking um, not to me, but into me. And there's a difference. You have to have those people who keep you motivated, who keep you lifted. And when I tell you that the team I have around me is absolutely a amazing um not only do i do this for myself but i do it for those around me because of their belief in me um because of their support of me and their love for me it keeps me going you just don't know so thank you thank you for that and uh, my mother shared a quote with me tonight and it's just so apropos it all falls in line with um uh, what it is that, you know, God has me, where he has me, and where he is going to take me. You know when you are walking in your destiny because things that shouldn't, they happen. Things that you can't explain, there's no explanation needed because you know from where it's coming from and you know everything is in God's time. But you do have to, um, you do have to be mindful and you do have to make sure that you have people around you, surrounding you, and in your company that are for you. Because not everyone is, y'all. And I don't care who it is. It might be your family. It might be your friends. It might be your co whoever it is. But God has a way of pushing and moving and maneuvering. So I want to leave you with this quote tonight, and it's from the late Nipsey Hussle. Free yourself. If you look at the people in your circle and you don't get inspired, you don't have a circle. You have a cage. I'm TJ, and that's my motivational moment. Until next time, be good to others, be good to yourselves, but most of all, get out that cage, get inspired, and we'll see you next week. Y'all be blessed. Bye-bye.